Hello and welcome to episode four of Tea with Friends. This episode I'm talking to my friend Jess. The Zoom quality on this podcast isn't the best. This is actually the second time we've tried to record it and so we just went for it this time. Just forgive the little imperfections that we couldn't change. We mention planks in my conservatory and that's because we are going to be building a deck in our garden and Jess's husband Mark is going to be helping to do that, which is exciting. It's actually, we recorded this a few weeks ago and the deck is actually going up today, which is why I'm having time to do the podcast. It is looking really good. It's a little higher than I thought it would be, but I'm sure my little girl will just use it as, as a stage, which will be brilliant. So yeah, welcome to episode four. I hope you enjoy getting to know Jess and thank you again for being here. slow at work again but is what it is really so tired i've had a bit of a sleepless night but hey ho wouldn't change it for the world <laughs> she's worn on sunday i know Ooh, and it's, where's that year gone where has it gone i just i, I don't feel like i have a one-year-old no <laughs> I might cry. I feel like I haven't seen her in ages. Are you doing anything on Sunday? No, my mum's staying Saturday night. So we're going to, we've brought her a little tykes activity garden. Okay. Um, so we've got to build that Saturday night when she goes to bed. And then my friend, Joe, who lives in Southam, her husband does like a um, big lights uh, kind of thing. You know, like you see people have at their weddings, they have like love in big wooden lights. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> does that so we've hired number one so he's dropping them around Saturday night so we've got to move the lounge around a bit so we're going to set them up set her presents up put some balloons around and stuff like pink balloons and stuff um, and then Sunday we're just having a roast dinner with mom and I've ordered some cupcakes as well so, so yeah. yeah I can't believe I haven't seen her in so long I know like oh, when was the last time you guys saw her or what I saw her in the push chair I've definitely seen you this year in the park I think it might have been February time <laughs> But yeah, I know the last last time we've seen you guys might have been on Christmas. Yeah, even before then. Can't wait to see her again. <laughs> obviously you and Mark as well. <laughs> you don't have to count Mark. But... Okay. But you're seeing, you're seeing us, well, you, yeah, Easter Monday we'll see you guys. Yeah, yeah. I see I see the wood has been brought. brought. Oh, has he posted? Yeah, he sent a picture yesterday to okay. the boys. <laughs> Yeah, it's all stacked up in the conservatory at the moment. Yeah, and anybody we've talked to today, Small has been like, oh, look, look, Grandma, we've we've got planks. Oh, bless. Look, look, Uncle Hugh, we've got planks. It's like, and then that's it. For what? Why do you have wood piled up in your house? It doesn't explain it very well. Something else that apparently I can't climb on in my house. I can't touch that, but it's in our house. Yeah, look at it. It's new. It's new. I can't touch it. It's not fun. <laughs> Her hiding places, though, are so funny. She's hysterical. She, I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay, it's time to get you dressed now. And then she goes and tries to hide under the sofa or... I think she might have learned from the cats that she, if she goes far enough behind the table that I can't get to her easily. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not easy, but it's still possible. Come out. 
It was just the one of her just like hiding. She was just literally neck to the bed, wasn't she? Yeah. Just her bum sticking in the air. <laughs> yeah. and it's like a hiding place. I can't see you. Well, I sent it to one of my neighbours. And I was like, I've, I've, I've lost her. Where can she be? And um, she said, oh, does she like hide and seek as well? It's like, this isn't hide and seek. Her version of hide and seek is I count to 10. And then she tells me where she is. That's hide and seek. <laughs> so is she good at hide and seek? I am for a two-year-old, perhaps, but not when we're actively playing hide and seek. <laughs> no. She's probably like, mommy can't see me. I'm okay. And yeah, there's sticking up and it's like nah, maybe not yeah we went to morrison's today someone had told me they were quite good plants for a decent price so we went over to coventry to go to morrison's and i realized it's probably the first time that she's been at a big supermarket mm-hmm. since she can remember so she like we looked at the plants and everything and then she was like oh mommy look because there were clothes and she was like look at all the dresses look at the shoes and she was just like dragging me around like holding really tight to my finger because everything's massive dragging me around and then we went down this aisle and there were loads of bottles like two liter bottles of soda from like floor to ceiling of all different types of colors and she was like wow this is amazing and she's like I'm not touching I'm just walking and honestly I would have spent half an hour just in there with her for the joy that she was getting out of like this new experience oh Oh, well for her she's not seen I know at least you know you can take her to Morrison's again and she'll love it yeah maybe switch it up maybe try Tesco's next time next time Tesco's in Warwick or something and just like shake it up a little bit yeah oh bless her the highlight of her life is Morrison you know she said it was a new experience she's she's had all the nature she needs now just a row of fizzy pop that will <laughs> she will not touch <laughs> as she knows she's not supposed to touch anything I'm not touching that's right no touching. This is the image of her sat in a trolley going, not touching mummy. Oh, I think it was because she was walking as well. Oh. So she was, She thought that that was rather fabulous too. Mm. Bless her. Little things please little minds, doesn't yeah. it? Best, however, hate the weekly shop in Morrison's or Tesco's or something like that. Well, usually we just, we get ours delivered. Yeah. And then if we have to get something, we get it from our lo- small local shop. So it was, yeah, it was a treat. <laughs> obviously we do. We just go, we don't do food delivery. But she just sits in the trolley and just stares at everything. She's just like, oh, what's going on? And then people will smile, like try and smile at them with their masks on, but you see their eyes are smiling. Yeah. They'll just smile back and it's like, you can't even see them smiling. Yeah. You'll just smile. Or she'll sit there and they're all like looking at her because she's got a face full of pom bears or something. <laughs> they're all like, oh, look at her, like sitting there eating her pom bears. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to get around the food shop without like, grabbing everything. Yeah. Pom bears. <laughs> Yeah, she loves the supermarket. So what's it been like having a a lockdown baby then? Uh, It's been strange. I'll tell you that it's been very strange because it's not what I imagined it would be. Right. Like everybody's maternity leave. Like people who've had babies before lockdown have all said how maternity leave is amazing and you get to do all this, you get to go to baby classes and I've had none of that. Like I feel like I've lost my maternity leave like completely. But it was nice because obviously Mark got furloughed so he got three months with me and me and our little girl and it's just it's so nice to have him there because he wouldn't have got that yeah but then we didn't get to meet anybody 
or no new babies and nobody really met her either so it was really weird nobody had newborn cuddles with her oh which is a sad part <laughs> but yeah lockdown baby not fun I love her but it's not been fun it's not been easy yeah I mean I think I think a lot of new mums feel like that anyway and then you've had the fact that you haven't been able to socialize as much on well, top yeah, of that we can go to like baby groups and meet mums who've got babies the same age as her and make friends and you know people tell me how maternity leave is or you go to all these different baby classes or you go to coffee with different mums that you've met and I didn't get that and like not not that I'm grateful I have all my friends before yeah. but it would have been nice for her to meet other babies and for me to meet other mums who've got babies the same age as my little girl as well yeah it's just a bit it's a bit weird did you manage did you manage to meet anybody like any other mums or so when lockdown one got lifted there was what called a walk and talk group okay from my antenatal classes we all met at victoria park on a monday and we walked do two laps of like victoria park and then we'd sit down and have a coffee and a picnic blanket and like it went from like six mums to like 30 mums wow in like the space of like two months and it was amazing because everybody at that group was a lockdown mom yeah so we all kind of had the same stories all the babies around about the same age and yeah I have made a couple of mum friends from that group and I've actually become friends really good friend with one mum and it's just yeah it's nice that I've actually met people now yeah and that they've kind of gone through the same experience that we went through because they've had lockdown babies too. So, do you think it'll be it'll be quite interesting for her when she grows up to be able to say that she was a lockdown baby or do you think it won't make a difference to her? We've got a little memory book for her that my auntie started for me at my baby shower and it's okay. all different of me growing up and then it's of Mark and I on like our first day, our wedding and we've put in there the picture we used to announce our little girl which was a pair of little slippers yeah. with our wedding rings on my wedding dress. Um, I don't know if you remember that. I do, yeah. It was gorgeous. And that's how we announced her. But we've put that in her memory book and we wrote, you are a lockdown baby. Mm. And one day, mummy and daddy will explain to you what it means and what was going on in that crazy world and why there is no photos of you with friends and family when you were little. Yeah. Uh, Whether she will understand or really care, I don't know. But we will tell her. We'll tell her she was I guess it will be interesting. She might not find it interesting until... She has a, like, if she has children, be able yeah. to say, oh, this is when I was little, this this is what was happening. Yeah, I think it'd be, yeah, I think, like you say, may, you may tell her kids. And I'm sure when she goes to school and she meets other kids the same age, because they might be lockdown babies too. And obviously they can start this little conversation of how they were lockdown babies. But They're not going to care, yeah. are they? It's just not gonna life. <laughs> going to care they're going to see crayons and mud and that'll be it they'll forget about lockdown baby yeah <laughs> but we'll tell her we'll explain it to her and we'll explain to her why she couldn't see her grandpops for like six months and we wrote all this down in her memory box but oh. we'll tell her she's so sociable though i mean for having not seen very many people apart from on a screen she is such a sociable little girl like you were saying waving to people in the supermarket and she's always smiling well Every time I see her, she's always smiling. Quite sure that's not always the case. Well, obviously she likes Antigua. To be fair, for a little baby that has not met, didn't meet anybody the the first three months of her life, apart from obviously Granny, which is my mom, because we live with mom. Yeah. She's such a sociable little baby. Like she will smile at 
random people she'll wave she like at the moment she stands on the windowsill at home and waves at binman on a friday Aww. because she, she just she loves the truck which she obviously i think she gets from her father <laughs> um <laughs> and she'll like this man will walk past and they'll wave at her and she'll wave back at them what's the dullest conversation starter you could ever think of <laughs> i don't know whether that is a, a good feature or not but then i was going to say to you you what do you do as a job not that I... that's a dull conversation starter <laughs> I like that my job is a dog conversation starter. I'm moving towards it. (laughs) But I just need to check that I'm right. (laughs) I mean, we're good friends at everything, people. (laughs) We really, because apparently you don't know what I do for a job. (laughs) My job is I work as an administrator in a concrete factory. I thought it was concrete. I have written concrete down here. Oh, no, I haven't but I've written it down somewhere. I was just going to be like, look, proof, I know what you're doing, but I actually don't have proof. Katie, what did you write? No, I, I've just wrote Dulles Conversation Started, but I realised that. And I was going to say, since you work in a con- for a concrete company, what's the best type of concrete? <laughs> that is definitely a dull conversation starter. Yeah. Because- I was quite pleased with that. <laughs> One. Concrete is really boring. <laughs> and two, I genuinely wouldn't know the answer to that. <laughs> Do not know. Well, not really, because what we make is, oh, this is going to be a really dull conversation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, welcome to Concrete with Jess and Katie. <laughs> it's, what we make is a bespoke product, so we make to order. So concrete is boring. It's probably one of the most boringest industries to work in. But but I can't say that because I've been there nearly eight years. So it's obviously not that boring. Okay. (laughs) But it is a dull conversation starter, yeah. Especially when you ask me what the best type of concrete is. (laughs) Well, I just didn't know whether you've made different types of concrete. Like there was one type of concrete that went for a certain thing and another type of concrete that went on to another. I have no idea about concrete. (laughs) We make two different kind of products so we make what are called concrete floor beams which you tend to see go into like new build houses and patio extensions and stuff like that and then we make other product which is called holocore which is massive planks that go into like building care homes and big factories and things like big big production okay. development though that's what we make so yeah so it's actually fully formed the concrete that you yeah so we have like um we have six beds basically of 90 meters and they run down our factory and they're basically set into strips of beams and then we have to measure them out and fill it with concrete and let them set overnight and then we lift them up and then they go off for delivery to around the country <laughs> oh, my dull conversation <laughs> thank you <laughs> but I learned something I don't think the conversation should go on I probably have more questions about concrete but I'm not gonna ask them yeah and I probably wouldn't know the answer I just write the orders up I don't actually do anything to do with the concrete you don't pour it no I've seen those lads do it outside I'm not doing it no way does anybody um ever I guess you wouldn't impurify the product but does anybody feel like like writing their name in it no I don't I 
if someone did that, I think they generally would get fired. Yeah, because it would waste the whole thing. But, you know, I mean, somebody might have done it and then got fired. So that w- would have been quite an interesting story. I've not heard anybody. Okay. Too sensible in the concrete industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, way too sensible. Well, I'm sensible. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is also dull, but this isn't part of my feature. Um, <laughs> we ordered a roast this Sunday and the Yorkshire puddings tasted a bit coconutty. Oh. And I was like, oh, they, I bet they've used coconut oil. You were telling me about using coconut oil in your roast potatoes. Yeah. So obviously it's a fashionable thing. Obviously someone's done it before me. <laughs> Have you not done it yet? No, no. However, I was really tempted. Sunday before I did a roast dinner and I did my roast potatoes and they came out perfect i nearly sent you a picture to go i can't look at my lips yeah i nearly sent you a picture to go ta-da here's my roast potatoes but i know i've not tried them in the coconut oil yet i need to i've not tried it yet well next time they come out perfect you'll have to take the picture make it insta worthy and then i can put it up on the instagram i will do i'll remember riveting content (laughs) (laughs) we've gone from concrete to roast potatoes roast potatoes what is your adult excitement for the week? <laughs> that sounds very rude. It's not what I mean. My adult <laughs> excitement. <laughs> my adult excitement is the fact that I bought plants and planted them in my garden. Don't make me laugh again. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited about it, Jess. Like so excited. I've got jasmine and then somebody's bought me some strawberries and I've got blackberries and raspberries and sunflowers and I'm growing corn and I'm so excited about it. And I'm going to go for the fact that I'm crazy because it's lockdown and Mm -hmm. I'm adulting. Although I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are like, yeah, I don't get that excited about plants. (laughs) I'm definitely in that category, but yeah. My adult, to be fair, my adult excitement is that my blinds are being fixed. Yay! Ooh. What happened? I thought you had blinds in. We do have blinds in. So in our kitchen, we've got like double patio doors that open. So we've had vertical blinds put in the kitchen. And the other day, I pulled on them to open them up and the cord snapped. Oh. The company who fitted them came today to take them away fix them and then they're coming back to put them back in for us my wi-fi didn't cut out this time so no yeah hopefully (laughs) i'm sat in the kitchen so hopefully it'll be good (laughs) zoom hasn't been perfect but hopefully they'll it'll have been enough i hope so if you're going to text me again say we've got to do a podcast again i'm gonna have to come around and do it (laughs) yeah 100 percent. i'll sit in the garden and do it Well, I was talking to Liz and she was, oh, let's just do one, just not over Zoom. I was like, yeah, I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet, especially not socially distanced because they only have one microphone. Someone have to run up to the microphone and then put back back and then another person have to run up to the microphone. (laughs) You could make a game out of it, though, with your microphone that you have to... Well, I'm going to say gins, but you could do shots, but two gin glasses either side. And every time you have to talk, you have to take a swig and run away again. <laughs> Next <laughs> time. <laughs> Get drunk off gin. <laughs> yes. That would be podcast take five, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day we'll manage to get it. <laughs> Six gins later, we still haven't got it. Yeah. <laughs> we finished the gin bottle. <laughs> that would be blatantly what it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm excited about it. <laughs> the sound of it 
<laughs> well, lady, I will let you go. Thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you for having me. And I, I hope you get a good night's sleep. <laughs> Bye, Jess. Bye. And that's it. Episode four done. Thank you so much for joining me again. Um, I have to admit that I enjoyed the concrete conversation a lot more than I thought I would. And I was kind of sad that I cut it short. I don't know how any of you feel about that. Yeah, something different to learn. (laughs) Uh, I might have to quiz Jess about that, not on the podcast, so that not everybody will have to listen to stories about concrete. But I quite enjoyed it. Again, if you want to get in contact, you can either email tea with friends, so that's just a small t just the letter t with friends twith friends podcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on instagram at t with friends podcast just the letter t twith friends podcast on instagram i will if jess manages to make those roast potatoes i will definitely put them up on instagram so that you can see how perfect her roast potatoes are in coconut oil because we all know that we're all dying to see what the difference is between one oil and the next with roast potatoes <laughs> so there you go don't say i don't give the people what they want thank you thank you so much for joining me again i love having you here and i hope that the next couple weeks bring you joy bye